Sponsored by the Perry Management Corporation, who is solely responsible for its content. Men have cosmetic surgery, too. Tonight, we'll hear about male cosmetic surgery. And we'll hear about the procedures that are declining in popularity. That's right, declining. And we'll hear a very special Flap of the Week. This is What's Your Wrinkle, and I'm your host, board-certified plastic surgeon, Dr. Arthur Perry. For a year and a half now, I've traded my electrocautery for a microphone on Saturday evenings to give you straight talk about cosmetic surgery. I trained in surgery at Harvard, Cornell, and the University of Chicago, and I taught plastic surgery at Robert Wood Johnson and the University of Pennsylvania Medical Schools, and I spent 10 years on New Jersey State Board of Medical Examiners, and they're the governing body for doctors in the state. This program gives you the straight facts about cosmetic surgery. For those of you who are thinking about cosmetic surgery, this is your no-obligation chance to ask the questions that have been keeping you up at night before you spend your money on a consultation. On this show, we talk about making you look better and making you look younger. This is the straight-talking show, but remember, the advice that we give on this show is general. If you have a real medical issue, you'll need to be examined by your own doctor to get more specific advice. But you can call and ask me questions The radio consultation is free, and the number here at WOR is 212-528-0129. That's 212-528-0129, and my name is Dr. Arthur Perry, and you can check out my newly redesigned website at periplasticsurgery.com. That's periplasticsurgery.com. And remember, if you're nervous about being heard by how many now, listeners, Noah, what are we up to? Somewhere in the several millions. Several million. That's right. The million. <laughs> the ninety-three. Like a telethon. Right. The ninety-three thousand listeners that stretch from Maine to Virginia. Well, you can email me at wor at periplasticsurgery.com, or you can call the office at seven three two four two two ninety six hundred. Well, let's talk cosmetic surgery. The American Society for Aesthetic Plastic Surgery has just released its statistics. For 2006. Now, these are the statistics for what procedures, non-surgical and surgical, that were performed in the year 2006. Well, you know, men have cosmetic surgery, too. On this show, for the last 16 months, we really haven't talked much about men. We've talked about cosmetic surgery in women and all sorts of different things about cosmetic surgery. But today, we're going to talk about the procedures that men have. We've had email requests and telephone requests to talk about that in the last few weeks, so we're going to go ahead and do that. Well, men do have cosmetic surgery, certainly not as many procedures as women have, but last year in 2006, men did have 192,000 surgical procedures. Well, women had 1.7 million, so men are still way behind women. Uh, but men had 748,000 non-surgical procedures, and we're talking about things like Botox, laser hair removal, and, and things like that. Women had 8.8 million of those procedures. So once again, men are way behind women, but it's still a substantial number, and I think as more non-surgical procedures come about and are described, more men will have those procedures. Now, in 2006... The most common surgical procedure that men have had. Anyone know? We've got a studio audience today. Anyone in the audience? Uh, no one will want to uh, be on the air tonight. 
But uh, we had 54,000 men that had liposuction. So that's the number one cosmetic surgical procedure in men. Now, we're talking about surgery. We're not talking about the non-surgical procedures. Anyone out there? Steve? What's the, uh, <laughs> now Steve won't chance a guess. It's Botox, Botox, 300,000 non-surgical procedures. Oh, that was going to be my guess. Oh, uh, Noah, I know. Noah's always willing to chime in and give the answer, and the rest of the studio audience, I, I don't know what no one will say. That was going to be my guess. I just held back. <laughs> Botox, 300,000 non-surgical procedures in men in the year 2006. Well, the number two surgical procedure in men, well, I'm going to hold that until we give our phone number out once again. And again, 212-528-0129. That's 212-528-0129 here at WOR in the heart of Manhattan, the cosmetic surgical, surgical capital of the world. Okay, we've waited long enough to hear the next one. It's rhinoplasty. Rhinoplasty is the second most common procedure. <laughs> there's, there's shocked looks on the uh, faces of the audience here. Uh, there were 33,000 rhinoplasties in men in the United States last year. Let's contrast that to... I didn't know there were 33,000 men in the United States. Well, the, the country's growing. and <laughs> There were 108,000 rhinoplasties in women, though. So it's a, it's a substantial portion of the uh, rhinoplasty population. Uh, number three, Noah, what do you think? Number three, uh... We put Let Noah me check on my the... script. You know, I really ought to come to the rehearsals every now and then. All right. 28,000 eyelid lifts amongst men in the United States. How many in women? 182,000 last year. So a substantial number. And, you know, the eyelid lifts that I do are usually in business men, in men. Uh, they're men in their 50s that are just starting to show their age. Maybe they're... Uh, Maybe they're up for a promotion and they don't want to uh, start having that eyelid skin droop over their eyes. And so an eyelid lift is a very, very common procedure. I've done some Fortune 100 uh, top executives who will remain nameless, of course. Yeah, they'd better. And they better, right. Uh, number four, and this is only in men because gynecomastia is male breast growth. That's its uh, formal name, gynecomastia. There were 24,000 gynecomastia, or removal of male breast tissue. And, of course, women, they don't have that procedure. because <laughs> They better not have a gynecomastia procedure. We do breast reductions in women, though. So, so keep those anonymous, too. Definitely, the gynecomastia. But, you know, some of the happiest patients I've had have been men who have had breasts. And uh, when we do remove the breast tissue, they can take their shirts off on the beaches for the first time. And they feel so much better about themselves. We do it through a very small incision. Uh, it's, it's a new procedure, uh, new compared to about 10 years ago. Before that, we used to do uh, bigger incisions, and it wasn't easy to hide those. But now we make a little incision uh, at the border of the areola. That's the pigmented area of the breast and the, uh, and the skin. And it goes from about the 3 o'clock to the 9 o'clock position. And we remove breast tissue, and we remove fat through liposuction. So gynecomastia. And the fifth one, Noah, can you think of the fifth most common procedure since none of our studio audience, Julia, uh, Julia's not paying attention. I'm, uh, so. I'm still hung <laughs> up on the gynecomastia thing. It's going to take me a little while to get over that one. All right. Facelifts, 14,000 facelifts amongst men in the United States, 124,000 in women. So that rounds up the top five in men. Remember, liposuction, noses, rhinoplasty, number two, eyelid lifts, gynecomastia, that's male breast reduction, and facelifts. And Dr. Arthur Perry is not making this up. No, th these are actual facts by the American Society for Aesthetic Plastic Surgery. Surgery. 
The phone number here is 212-528-0129. That's 212-528-0129. It doesn't have to be men calling this evening, although I know I have a large male audience uh, that uh, has cosmetic surgery. Women, you can call also. You can ask questions about any aspect of cosmetic surgery. So cosmetic surgery really is uh, catching on for men. We talked about the surgical procedures. Well, the non-surgical procedures, we've already given it away. No, it's Botox is number one. Anyone want to take a stab at number two, the number two non-surgical procedure? There's some hairy people in the audience here, and that's your hint. It's laser hair removal. And, you know, uh, a lot of men are having laser hair removal on their backs now. And I had a, a phone call about that this week. Someone asked me specifically, why am I not talking about laser hair removal on men and men's backs? So uh, this is for you. Uh, laser hair removal is a procedure that... And what uh, a fine invention. Well, it's amazing. Yeah, it, The lasers first were invented about 1995, but the early versions of the lasers were not permanent. And it wasn't until about 97, 98 that the uh, lasers were permanent. So if you're going to spend... back hair has been a guy issue for how long? Well, uh, since uh, prehistoric times, no. At least. <laughs> but uh, it has become an issue. Uh, a lot of men are very self-conscious about a lot of hair on the back. So uh, they now get laser hair removal. And that's a procedure that takes several treatments. Each laser hair removal treatment ta- removes between 20 and 40% of the hair on the back. And uh, that means it takes about three treatments to get up to 80% of the hair, four if you want to get up to 90%. And uh, just like we say at the Yankee Stadium, get them while they're hot for the hot dogs. Well, you got to get them while they're black because when the hairs turn white, we can't get them anymore with laser and they're permanently there. The laser only works on dark hair. Well, once again, the phone number is 212-528-0129, We're going to break for a few words from our sponsors. Listeners to this show know that a good skincare regimen is the foundation for a healthy appearance, and vitamin C is an important part of that skincare program. Improve, protect, and restore your skin with Celex C. Celex C, the creator of the original patented formulation of topical vitamin C, pioneered vitamin C as an anti-aging skincare treatment. Since its introduction in 1991, Celex C has been the most effective topical vitamin C product used by physicians and skincare professionals to combat the visible signs of aging. Celex C remains the benchmark by which all other topical vitamin C products are measured. In a three-month scientific independent study, it was proven that the topical use of Celexi's vitamin C serum diminished the appearance of wrinkles by 84%, improved skin firmness by 47%, increased skin smoothness by 37%, improved skin tone and texture by 26%, and lessened discoloration by 32%. For more information about Celexi, call 1-800-903-4321 or visit www.celex-cusa.com. That's www.cellex-cusa.com. Celexi's professional formulation is designed to improve and restore the skin by protecting the skin's collagen. As we age, the production of collagen in our skin decreases, contributing to the visible signs of aging. Celexi's formulation, combining vitamin C, zinc, and L-tyrosine, helps reduce fine lines and wrinkles while smoothing the skin. Additionally, it protects the skin from future damage caused by free radicals and UV exposure. After four to six weeks of using Celexi's vitamin C serum, the skin feels smoother and firmer, while lines and wrinkles appear less pronounced. 
CellXC offers a full range of science-based products providing skincare solutions to help all skin types look, act, and feel younger. To find out where you can purchase CellXC, call 1-800-903-4321. That's 1-800-903-4321. Or visit www.cellx-cusa.com. That's www.cellex-cusa.com. I'm Dr. Barry Wasserman. So you've made the decision to have LASIK, laser vision correction. And because your eyes are so important to you, finding the right person to do your surgery should be the first concern. My approach is clear. I will personally perform your exam and answer all your questions. I will perform your surgery and see you for your follow-up visits. Of course, I will only perform surgery if I truly believe you will achieve excellent vision. I will make sure LASIK is safe and right for you. Visit my website, barrywasserman.com, or call me today at 877-598-EYES. You're listening to Plastic Surgery in the Air with Dr. Arthur Perry. Are you interested in cosmetic surgery? This is Dr. Arthur Perry, host of WOR's Plastic Surgery in the Air. I'm a board-certified plastic surgeon in Princeton and Bridgewater, New Jersey. I'll design a plan to improve your appearance using my training at Harvard, Cornell, and the University of Chicago, and my 19 years of experience. Call my office at 732-422-9600. That's 732-422-9600. And check out periplasticsurgery.com. And listen to my show, 8 o'clock, every Saturday evening. And welcome back. This is What's Your Wrinkle? What's Your Wrinkle, the new name of this show. We welcomed last week Dr. Michael Roizen as my co-host. He'll be back next week, and we'll be uh, tackling... More than just cosmetic surgery, we're going to talk about diet, exercise, fitness, and a whole bunch of interesting topics that Dr. Michael Roizen is an expert in. Well, the phone number here at WOR is 212-528-0129. That's 212-528-0129. And, you know, during the break, one of our uh, very uh, interested uh, members of our studio audience asked me, well, what about male uh, penile enlargement. We haven't talked about that on the show. We're talking about male cosmetic surgery. And, and those of you who have listened to this show uh, over the past year know that we did have uh, um, a uh, gynecologist who came on the show and we talked about female cosmetic surgery, genital cosmetic surgery. Well, you know, the reason we haven't talked about it is because, one, it's not popular, and, two, uh, it really doesn't work. And uh, and I always say that people who really, really uh, uh, want that will probably need a psychiatrist more than a plastic surgeon. So, <laughs> well, the phones light up on that one. So uh, this is Dr. Arthur Perry. It's 212-528-0129. You know, the, uh, the interesting thing about cosmetic surgery is following the trends. We follow the procedures that are very popular, and everybody likes to talk about those. But what about the procedures that lost numbers last year that became less popular? Anyone know the the procedure that's losing popularity in the United States? Anyone out here? Not one person in my studio audience will venture, I guess. Noah, do you know what procedure is the least popular procedure in terms of losing numbers over the last few years? I've been unpopular for a very long well, time, Noah, I couldn't tell you. And Noah won't venture again, despite the fact that he's been my sidekick for 16 months now, he won't venture to say Some that. Some places you just don't want to go. Well, it's hair transplants. Hair transplants are plummeting in popularity, and I find that very interesting. Each year we see less and less hair transplants in the United States. States. 
And I know why that is, and I, I think the real reason is because hair transplants, they might look good in the beginning, but we have to follow our genetic destiny, and our genetic destiny for most men that, that require hair transplants is that they're going to lose even more hair, and I've spent a lot of time improving the appearance of past transplants where people have had these, and they've come in and they've got bad-looking scars from plugs that have then fallen out as the rest of their hair fell out. And so I think that's probably the reason why hair transplants are really losing popularity. And until uh, my friend at the University of Pennsylvania, the dermatologist who is is taking cells and putting them in test tubes and growing little hairs and then implanting them, until he gets that uh, into a state where we can do it clinically, I think uh, the procedure is doomed to uh, decrease even further. Sandy, what can I do for you? You've been hanging on the line for a long time. What's your wrinkle? Are you there, Sandy? Uh, yes. Well, I'm sorry. Uh, my husband has lost a lot of weight, and uh, he has a lot of abdominal skin. Is he? Can he have it? Do they do a, a tummy tucks on men? Uh, yes, I do. How old is your husband? Eighty. Eighty. Okay. Well, and uh, I hope he's healthy losing that weight. Is he trying to lose it? Yes, he's doing well. Okay, that's good. Well, you know, uh, uh, we do do tummy tucks in men. They're not real, real popular, but we do tummy tucks. I think uh, in terms of uh, numbers, there were actually about 7,000 tummy tucks in men last year, which puts it uh, down in the rank. Uh, women, uh, much, much more, 164,000 tummy tucks in the United States on women last year. So men do have them, and I think uh, the category you're talking about, people who have lost a lot of weight, well, those are the people that really uh, uh, are good candidates for tummy tucks because that skin just tends to hang. And we do something called a paniculectomy. It's another one of those fancy cosmetic surgery, uh, plastic surgery words, a paniculectomy. That's where we just remove the skin as opposed to a full tummy tuck. The operation is a little different, Sandy, in men as opposed to women. In women who have been pregnant, most men haven't been, you see. So in women that have been pregnant... We try and uh, tighten the muscles also. We give them kind of an internal girdle effect by tightening the muscles. But in men, it's usually just skin only. So I hope I've answered your question. At 80 years old, the honest answer is don't have the procedure. It is a risky procedure, and I do not advise that in people older. And people who have been listening to the show uh, know that I tell people that it depends on your medical condition, and that's true pretty much for facial cosmetic surgery. So an 80-year-old who wants a facelift and you're in good health, that's okay to do. But an 80-year-old who wants a tummy tuck, I really don't advise that. I think the risks are just too high. Okay? Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Thank you for calling. What's your wrinkle? And my name is Dr. Arthur Perry. I'm a plastic surgeon here at WOR. The phone number is 212-528-0129. That's 212-528-0129. No, we're going to take our break now. When we come back, we're going to have our Flap of the Week. You can't think about cosmetic surgery without considering your teeth. Dr. Dean Vafiatis is the newest member of our advisory board. Dr. Dean's New York Smile Institute creates the most natural, beautiful smiles in the world. You can't have a beautiful face without a winning smile. Since 1995, Dr. Dean and the New York Smile Institute have become the preeminent aesthetic and implant specialists in Manhattan. They have provided happy smiles to over 10,000 people, including celebrities, sports figures, and CEOs of many Fortune 500 companies. In addition, they teach dental aesthetics 
thanks to other professionals from around the world. Dr. Dean and the New York Smile Institute performs smile makeovers, natural porcelain veneers, teeth whitening, and, and dental implants. At the New York Smile Institute, the care and comfort of patients is the highest mission. Remember, you're really never dressed until you put on a smile. If a perfect, beautiful smile is what you've always wanted, call Dr. Dean and his associates at the New York Smile Institute at 1-800-998-NYSI. Call today, 1-800-998-NYSI, or check out their website at www.nysi.org. Cosmetic surgery is the surgery of change. Dr. Arthur Perry, the host of Plastic Surgery in the Air, is a board-certified plastic surgeon who specializes in cosmetic surgery. Dr. Perry's practice is dedicated to procedures such as rhinoplasty, liposuction, eyelid lifts, breast augmentations, and tummy tucks. Dr. Perry uses his 19-year experience and his training at Harvard, Cornell, and the University of Chicago to individualize your care. From your first consultation to the removal of your stitches, you'll experience careful attention to detail. Dr. Perry will not cut corners, and he won't play games. Dr. Perry has been chosen annually since 1999 as one of Castle Connolly's top New York area doctors. He was one of four New Jersey plastic surgeons in New Jersey Life magazine and one of eight New Jersey plastic surgeons in New Jersey Monthly. To schedule a consultation with Dr. Perry, call 732-422-9600. That's 732-422-9600. And check out his website at perryplasticsurgery.com. You're listening to Plastic Surgery in the Air with Dr. Arthur Perry. If you've been thinking about improving your vision with LASIK, I have great news. Laser vision correction is now better, safer, and more accurate. Hi, I'm Dr. Barry Wasserman. Using the upgraded Vizex Star S4 laser and custom view technology, I can custom tailor your correction to achieve your personal best vision because everyone's eyes are unique. Having LASIK is a major decision that will change your life forever. I want every patient to have the best technology with an exceptional staff who really cares. I will personally examine your eyes and answer all of your questions. I will perform your procedure and see you for your follow-up visits. Personal care and attention sets us apart from the rest, which means I take care of my patients, not just their eyes. I will make sure LASIK is safe and right for you. Whether you're nearsighted, farsighted, or have an astigmatism, make the call today to Dr. Wasserman and schedule your free LASIK exam. Be sure to ask about interest-free financing options. Call 877-598-EYES or visit him on the web at barrywasserman.com. And welcome back to What's Your Wrinkle? I'm board-certified plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry. During the break, we did have a phone call from someone who would not come on the air. You know, some people are afraid of that, but... Uh, he asked, are those statistics that I've been uh, spouting during this show, are they national statistics? Are they local? Because some of those numbers sounded a little low. And no, those are national statistics, and they're provided by the American Society for Aesthetic Plastic Surgery. And indeed, the numbers are fairly low in men. We're talking about men tonight. But in actuality, men are less than 10% of uh, cosmetic surgery. Interesting. Interestingly, when I trained in plastic surgery at the University of Chicago, I finished my residency in 1987, two decades ago. Men were probably only about 3 or 4% of cosmetic surgery patients then. So certainly they've grown in numbers, 
but it's still nowhere near what women have, and there's a lot of reasons for that. For instance, uh, the caller, uh, his name was Ray. Uh, we won't go further than that, but uh, Ray, one of the reasons men don't have facelifts is because uh, they can't hide the scars because uh, women put makeup on and they have longer hair, and so when they have a scar in front of the ear, they can easily hide that. Men might want a facelift, but when I tell men about the scars that they're going to have to use cover-up, you know, their eyes uh, look uh, awful funny when I say the word cover-up. We have we say cover-up, by the way, in men. It's makeup in women. <laughs> but we say cover-up in men, and men don't like that. Robin, you've been hanging on the line. What can I do for you? What's your wrinkle? Yes, I used to weigh a lot, about 302, and now I weigh 223. And I'm still losing weight, but right now I have a lot of stretch marks all over my stomach, and I don't know what to do to get rid of them. Okay. Robin, how tall are you? Five foot seven. Five seven. Okay. Well, you're still nowhere near your ideal weight. Uh, ideal weight for a woman uh, is you. Would you call yourself medium frame, large frame? What would you say? Small frame. You're a small frame. Okay. Uh, five seven. Uh, the ideal weight goes up to 136 pounds at that uh, at that height. So you've got a ways to go. So you're 223 now. Uh, what method are you using for uh, losing weight? Using my friend Michael Roizen's diet? Yeah, I just read his book. Good. <laughs> I didn't think you were, but that's, uh, that's terrific. So uh, you on a diet, Michael Royzen, actually it's uh, still in the top ten. We talked about it last week. It's a great book. He'll be on next week again. Uh, keep using that book. You got, you've got to get down to uh, pretty close to your ideal weight before we can do some cosmetic surgery on you. Is, and there, at, at, is, is there any cosmetic surgery for stretch marks? Well, the only cosmetic surgery is removal of the skin. So the stretch marks you're talking about uh, can be removed with a tummy tuck or a body lift procedure or thigh lift. Uh, that's what we're talking about with you. But you have to get close to your ideal weight and hold your weight there for a year because if you're going to go up and down, there's no reason to uh, to do that kind of surgery on you. We want you to be at a stable weight. Okay, Robin? Yeah. Good luck to you. Thanks for calling. What's your wrinkle? And the number here, once again, is 212 Five two eight zero one two nine. And those statistics tonight are impressive. And, and you've got all that information in front of you. You're like the Bruce Johnson of plastic surgery tonight. Well, I'll tell you, you have to have those numbers, Noah. If you're going to do radio and plastic surgery, you got to be able to keep those in your head. <laughs> uh, again, the number two one two five two eight zero one two nine. It's now time for our flap of the week. <laughs> Well, you know, breast lifts have never been all that popular, and that's because they leave huge scars on the breasts. And uh, if a technique was developed, however, that did not leave scars but actually lifted drooping breasts, well, it would be wildly popular. And so a technique has been developed that tightens the breast skin, but get this, by frying its collagen. And in fact, uh, some photos do show that the skin really does tighten a bit, but the technique is being pushed and taught by a doctor who never trained in plastic surgery. In fact, she's not even a surgeon. Now, let's think about this. We're using electric current radio frequency, and we're using it to fry the collagen. We're using it to shrink the collagen, and, in fact, it works. It does shrink to a certain amount. And I won't go into the names of the companies that make this equipment, but let's say that it does work. And it's been used in facelifts for a number of years. But what happens is very interesting. The skin does shrink a little bit. And, in fact, it's noticeable, noticeable both to the patient and to doctors. But what happens is the electric current not only goes through the skin, but it turns out it goes through other tissue as well. And it, when it goes through fat, it can actually fry the fat. We don't see fried fat. 
<laughs> Sounds Is it horrible. my imagination, or are you watching too many old Roger Corman oh, movies? I'll, t- <laughs> I'll tell you. This fried fat, the body then cleans out over the course of about a year. Sometimes it takes as long as two years. And then we see some very unusual things in the face. We see indentations and a funny gaunt appearance. And, in fact, there's a class action suit out of Boston right now. Uh, because of this machine that causes those effects. Now they're saying let's use that on the breast. Well, what happens if we use it on the breast to get a non-surgical breast lift? Well, if it kills the fat of the breast, when you have a mammogram, you certainly could see some unusual things in a mammogram and some things that could mimic breast cancer, causing you to require to have to have a, a breast biopsy, for instance. So there's no publications yet that say it's good or bad, but yet... There are people that are out there doing this. So I say wait until the publications are in. Wait until it's in a good journal. Don't go out doing things uh, like non-surgical breast lifts without the science to back it. And, Noah, that's my flap of the week. Yes, tonight, Roger Corman's collagen phobia. <laughs> collagen phobia, that's right. Well, we had a bunch of emails, and we are a little backed up in our emails, so even though we've got six calls left on the board, we're not going to be able to get to that. We've got about a minute left. Let's see if we can get to one, one more email. Joan says, only one of my eyelids has extra skin. The other one doesn't, but the eyebrow is higher than the other one. Do I need an eyelid lift, or do I need a brow lift? Well, you know, Joan... Everybody has facial asymmetry. Everybody, if you look real close, one eye is a little different than the other. The lip is up on one side and not the other. The nasolabial fold is more pronounced on one side than the other. Uh, plastic surgeons spend a lot of time looking at asymmetry and uh, doing procedures to fix one side more than the other. I'm not sure without looking at you whether you need an eyebrow lift or a, an eyelid lift, but we'd have to see in the office in order to determine that. Okay, well, this has been a fast-moving show. Next week, my guest is Dr. Michael Royzen, author of what we talked about before, You, the Owner's Manual, You on a Diet, and Real Age. He'll be back with me co-hosting the show. So uh, this is Dr. Arthur Perry. Thank you so much for listening to What's Your Wrinkle? The preceding program was sponsored by the Perry Management Corporation, who is solely responsible for its content. The 